good day and thank you for the opportunity to share with you today. Um, I pray that uh, the word will be an encouragement to you where you find yourselves right now. So before we start, I'd just like to open up in prayer and just dedicate this time to the Lord. So Father, we want to thank you again for this opportunity to gather together to listen to your word. Although we physically can't meet, we can still meet over technology. And I just want to thank you for technology and for the ability to be able to do this. Lord, we long for the day to get together again and, and we're looking forward to that. But I just want to pray in this time, Lord, that wherever we might find ourselves right now, that you know us. You know our hearts, you know our minds, Father God. And I just want to pray that through your word, you would encourage us, you would strengthen us. We just want to thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. So a few weeks ago, I was on the way to the shops and I stopped. I received a message on my phone and I checked the message. I replied to the message. I grabbed my car keys, my wallet and my phone and I climbed out the car and my, made my way through the parking lot towards the shop. And a couple of meters from the store, I kind of realized there's something missing. I got a few strange looks from people. And I came, suddenly came to realize that I was not wearing my face mask. I quickly made my way back to the car, grabbed my face mask, put it on and went back to the store again. Um, I was pro probably lucky that I didn't get stoned in the parking lot um, or get recorded as being one of those few people who refuses to wear a face mask. But how things change over time. And I've never wanted to sound like a person who would say back in the day. But I'm just going to take a moment to say back in the day. So not so long ago, if you left home, all you needed was your car keys and your wallet. If you forgot your wallet, you would turn around, go back and fetch it. Then it was your car keys, your wallet and your cell phone. If you forgot your phone, you would turn around, go back and fetch it. If you forgot your wallet, it wasn't so important. Nowadays, it's your car keys, your wallet, your cell phone and your face mask. If you forget your face mask, you turn around, go back and fetch it. Everything else is fine. So on a few occasions, I've forgotten my face mask and I've suddenly realized it and I've had to turn the car around, head all the way back home to go fetch one. So now I keep a spare one and a cubby on my car for just in case. Our new normal has become face masks, social distancing and hand sanitizing. And we do this to protect ourselves, our loved ones and others from being infected by COVID-19. A virus that can cause you to have no symptoms, have mild symptoms or have severe symptoms. We do this in a battle against COVID-19, a battle to prevent and contain the spread of the virus. But as believers, we too are in a battle. And in Ephesians 6 verse 12, we read, for our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the world powers of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavens. A battle against an unseen enemy who has one goal, as we read in John 10, 10. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. So with COVID-19, we prepare ourselves every day by wearing face masks, by practicing social distancing and constantly sanitizing our hands. We also keep abreast of the latest news and developments that relate to COVID-19. But yet as believers, we so often go about our day without any protection against the devil, almost like he's not there, like he does not have a purpose to cause destruction in our lives and a purpose to destroy our lives. And we often wonder, Lord, why? And I often struggle that in my life as well. Lord, why am I still finding myself in the same place? Lord, why am I still believing the same lies? Lord, why do I keep falling back to the same patterns, the same routines of my life that I don't want to do anymore? Lord, why am I struggling with all these things in my life? Ephesians 6 verse 11 says, put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. So scripture makes it clear that we need to put on God's armor and put on involves an action. We need to do something. So just as you put on your face mask, so we need to put on the armor of God. But why? So that we can stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. It says all the strategies. There's not just one. What do we need to put on? 
In Ephesians 6, verse 13 to 17, we read, Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor, so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the piece that comes from the good news, so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So as with having to wear face masks, putting on the armor of God is something we need to do each and every day. In our lives, where does the biggest battle take place? And for me, and I'm sure for all of us, the biggest battle takes place in our mind. Satan's target is your mind and his weapons are lies. If you can look at a word that comes to mind is the word strongholds. And if you had to picture a stronghold, you can think of a fortress on top of a hill with thick high walls on each side on top of this mountain, which is not easily accessible. And these are the strongholds of our minds. And these strongholds can be our weaknesses, our bad attitude, our impatience, our bad temper, our distrust, our poor self-image, our anxiety, our addictions, our doubt, and our past. And the list can go on. But these strongholds of our mind are very powerful. They impact and influence our lives even for many years. These strongholds are the hooks that Satan used in our lives to constantly trap us. And as we read earlier, his goal is to lie to you, to steal from you, and to ultimately destroy you. But these strongholds are false. They are the lies that we believe about ourselves. The lies that end up derailing not only our own lives, but the lies of our family, the lies of our loved ones, and the lies of our friends. Battleground is the mind, and it is a huge war that rages on. Research shows that you have between 50,000 to 70,000 thoughts a day. That's around 35 to 48 thoughts per minute. Of those thoughts, 80% are generally negative. And that's a lot of negative thoughts. Plenty of ammunition for Satan and plenty of ammunition for the words we think and say in our minds. Proverbs 18.21, the tongue can bring death or life. And it's not just the words we say, it's the words we think, the words we think about ourselves. The words we are saying to ourselves in our mind each and every day, or each and every minute of the day. So all of this continues to build and fortify and reinforce these strongholds and these lies in our minds. Romans 12 verse 2, let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Or other translation says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And the context used in this passage is not a single event, a once-off, but rather a continuous process. And that is what it is. It's a process. Take a moment to think about how long it takes you to develop a bad habit and how long it takes you to break that same bad habit. We need to continually seek and ask God to transform our mind to break down these strongholds. And the other word for transform is renovate or to change. So to move around those things in our mind that don't need to be there anymore, same as you would renovate or move furniture around a house. This is the second part to John 10, 10. The first part we read is that the devil only comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. The second part of John 10.10 says, Jesus says, I've come to give you life and to give you life in full. And how can we get this life in full? I want to look at three parts that we need to have a look at to break these strongholds in our lives. First of all is repentance. 1 John 1 verse 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Even when we fail, and we fail and fail, we need to continually come back to God. And we need to dispel those lies that Satan tells you. 
You have failed again. You're weak. You can't do it. How can God forgive you? What are you going to say this time? We need to continue to go back to the Lord and say, Lord, please, this is the area I'm failing in my life. Please forgive me. Please help me. 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9, but he says to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Secondly, we need to put on the armor of God, the belt of truth, the truth of God's word to break the lies, the shield of faith to block the fiery arrows, and the sword, the truth of scripture and the power of prayer. And lastly, we don't fight this battle alone. We need to be accountable to someone. We need to have that mature wise Christian person in our lives that we can go and speak to, to say, these are the things I'm battling with. These are the thoughts I'm battling with. These are the strongholds in my life at the moment. I need help. We need to break that lie of what will they say to you? You're just a failure. You're the only one battling with this. I'm embarrassed by this. We need to put all that aside and to have someone accountable in our lives. As James 5 verse 16 says, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. And 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 11, encourage one another and build each other up. We can only do this with interaction in our lives. In James 4 verse 7, we read, resist the devil and he will flee from you. But we cannot fight this battle in our own strength. This battle can only be fought by submitting yourselves to the Lord. The first part of James 4 verse 7 says, submit yourselves to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. God will and is fighting for you. We need to allow God to renew our mind, to replace the lies with truth and the truth of God's word. Romans 8 verse 31, what then shall we say in response to all these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Isaiah 54 17, no weapon that is fashioned against you shall succeed. And Isaiah 41 verse 10, don't be afraid for I am with you. Don't be discouraged for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. So the battle belongs to the Lord and you will see the victory.
Turn it for good. You turn it for good. 